sleep on it. Yeah, I sleep, yeah. <laughs> I sleep on it. I I've, sleep on my bank slips. I've invested all of my money into uh, gold chocolate coins <laughs> because the return is double. Summer's no. a nightmare. <laughs> they all melt. Not only do you get the benefit of the gold, but you also get the benefit of the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten my life savings. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. you will never starve. Welcome yeah. to Amber Live at 5. We are fucking idiots. We are live. <laughs> we are idiots. live. Okay, we will yeah. okay, we live that whole Welcome. time. Welcome. Uh, what are we talking about today? We are. So we had some we, points. Should we kick off with, with the Twitter? Thing? Yeah. In case we, anyone has any Twitter questions, thing. send questions through. Uh, it's Amber Live at 5. You get to ask us whatever you want to, whatever you want to ask us. We put a question up. Uh, what are we training? Or what did you train today? We'll talk about what we trained today at some point. Uh, if you've got any other questions, I know some people have messaged me saying they've got some questions for the show, so whenever they pop on, Man, uh, feel free to send anything through. But until you send your questions through... That beardless through, bloke? Is that what that says? That beardless, beardless bloke. That beardless bloke. Oh, I oh. thought he was just talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but until... Like hard eyes at the end. Yeah. Until bloke. we have some questions, welcome to the show. We're going to talk about Twitter and calling people gonna... <laughs> Yeah, we were... Um... You know, we were the Middle East and this guy was America. Not appropriate. <laughs> um, yeah, we were violently attacked for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Our people kicked out of their homes. Um, um, so today yeah, we had a post go up about, it was a black and white post. We have those two of those go does, up a week. Does that matter? <laughs> it does now. Well, if you listen to the rest the color, of the story, Nathan, the color you, of, might, you might find out. Does the colour of the post matter? Yes. If people want to know exactly what the post was. Yes, but today okay. the post <laughs> was, before I was interrupted, <laughs> was a post saying bend of the hips and in the caption it mentions bending first of the hips during a squat. Yes. Um. Whereas a lot of people believe that you bend it, I think intuitively, it's like intuitively a lot of people think you just bend at the knees when you squat, and that's mm. that's all they really think about because they just think it's Hi, Williams. Hello, I mean, they just think it's just going down. And that's up. Corey. Hey, Corey, hey, dude. welcome, enjoy your drive home. Yeah, you get to listen to us talk for the next hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and then this dude just said, uh, strongly disagree, you should bend at the knees first. Um, his reasoning was like, you know, you. Is like you'd especially on a front squat because the photo was of a front squat. Because if you bend at the hips first, the weight's going to go forward, and in the front squat, you want a vertical upper body, yeah, as much as possible. So, front or back, um, still no bend at the hips, but also important note is that so when I first squat, I bend at the hips, then the knees, and the time between those two things happening is fractional, it's yeah. tiny, but I am bending at the hips first. And my reply to him was that um, the goal is during the descent and, and ascent is to keep the bar over the center of gravity. Yeah. And as you squat down, your ass comes back and you're offsetting that with your torso moving slightly forward. And as you come down, the bar ideally moves in a straight line down and up. Yeah. 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 Uh, as far as squatting goes and the reason you'd break at the hips, before the knees and i mean we talked about this after the guy commented i mean it's always worth knowing why we would post something like that mm. you know, um and yeah i mean sure if you haven't done a lot of squatting intuitively maybe you would think it's it's a knee dominant movement it can seem like that uh the issue with uh treating the squat as a knee dominant movement is there are only a limited amount of muscles that 
control knee flexion, right, and knee extension. So if I want to bend my knee and straighten my knee, I use my hamstrings and my uh, quads. That's basically it. Um, if I want to bend my hips, like break up my hips, I use all the muscles on the hips. So, you know, there's quads, hip flexors, uh, there's glutes around the back, there's hamstrings, there's erectors getting involved. Uh, so the reason that you want to initiate the squat front and back with a break at the hips, and it doesn't have to be a huge break. I'm not talking about, we're not talking about it's, 90 degrees bending at no, the hips. No, it's not a good morning. Yeah, it's just you're not the tiniest over. break. It's just to get yeah. that initial break in the hips to allow your body to come And down. what that does is it immediately loads erectors, glutes, hamstrings, quads, and uh, hip flexors. Hey, Britt very lightly you know you're loading that weight onto as many muscle groups as possible big muscle groups right if you bend at the knees first the first muscle groups that you load are quads and hamstrings right you want to maximize your chance at success right so in the descent you want to be using as much agonist muscles and as much antagonist muscles as you possibly can right so that you can then lift up with that same amount of muscle group um now we're not saying that in the perfect squat, you would keep your knees directly above your ankles. In a powerlifting squat, ideally, you would try and keep the knees over the ankles. But in an Olympic lifting squat, there's just no way. In fact, the knee is probably going to travel past the toe at some point, which is totally safe, totally healthy. Um, but what you want to do is initiate the lift with breaking at the hips first, very slightly, and then bending at the knees, keeping the bar traveling in a straight line up and down so that you are utilizing as many muscle groups as possible. You don't, so th what that guy said, oh, you know, break at the knees, break at the hips, whatever. What I, what he said that I disagreed with the most is that you want to keep your torso as vertical as possible. Yeah. Because if you keep your torso vertical, you are failing to uh, engage things like erectors, glutes, hamstrings as effectively as you probably could, right? So if you have a slight incline or slight lean on the torso which you're going to get in the front squat because of the way the bar is loaded onto your body and you ideally want to get in a back squat too with a little bit of stress through the lower back right and it's um shear force stress rather than compressive force stress so it's not going to do any damage to your spine as long as you're obviously using appropriate weight you are actively engaging erectors you know that's a muscle group that you can utilize because Oxy. you can usually oh, deadlift Oxy. more than you can squat Matt. so why would you not want to utilize a muscle group that plays such a huge role in the deadlift as well as all the squatting muscles as well so if you can put your body in a position where there is a little bit of forward lean in the torso you're asking your body to recruit a whole bunch more muscles to assist with the squat which is done with the cue break at the hips slightly first and then break at the knees. But like Dan said, there's barely any time between it. And at, I mean, looking at most squats, it would probably look like you break at the hips and the knees at the same time. Yeah, it's yeah. very hard to tell the difference. But uh, And as you, you said, we talked about it earlier today and you mentioned, which I thought was a good point, that um, even using the cue break at the hips is more useful for someone that doesn't break the hips at all yeah. than for someone that already does it. Yeah. Like I have, I remember um, teaching someone to squat and they tried to squat down and they just didn't break the hips. They just like yeah. tried to bring their ass straight down yeah. and just bend at the knees and they got all imbalanced. And I said, break the hips, break the knees. They tried again and they did a good squat. Yeah. So, I mean, the cue break at the hips is a useful one. I can't picture, and I'm not saying this situation wouldn't exist because I'm sure 
there is someone out there that would probably prove me wrong. But I cannot picture a situation where I would need to use the cue for the squat break at the knees. Because if I'm telling you to squat, chances are you're fucking bending your knees. Yeah. Right? But people avoid bending at the hips, right? So you want to give the cue break at the hips because it's something that people might not intuitively do. And you want to do it first before the first knee bend because you want to load those powerful muscle groups. If you don't load them, they're not going to get loaded through the entire squat. You're failing to activate as many muscles as you possibly can for that lift. You know, so that's... And I, I mean... I wish that guy from Twitter could come on here and we could have a chat about it. Well, yeah, that's like, and one of the points we wanted to say was it was cool actually getting, I suppose, feedback mm. or constructive criticism, which yeah. I think was constructive and he wasn't just like, you guys are idiots, but it didn't seem like yeah. that. Um, so it was good to get someone, you know, questioning us. And we like to be challenged, you know, yeah. and I mean, ideally we get to the point where there's so many viewers on this thing that, you know, every second person is calling me a fuckwit and telling me I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I'm happy to get them in the gym and train and with Charles, them and see if I mean, Charles, if I train right. with someone and they prove me wrong, sure, I'll, I'll happily change my mind. But until that point, you know, I a lot of the stuff that I say isn't my own opinion. It's me regurgitating the words of a shitload of other much more experienced coaches. You know, people from the states like Dave Tate, Louis Simmons. Um, a bloke from Juggernaut Training Systems who I've completely blanked on his name right now. But um, look, these are all really strong guys, really experienced people. And honestly, I always invite people to go and make their own mind up, read all the resources you can and make and decide for yourself because at the end of the day, you need to be training safely and pushing yourself. And if you're not doing it safely, you're just going to hurt yourself. Um, I think when it comes to our articles and stuff and this Live at Five, you know, when it comes to ask Anvil these kind of questions. We've done all the reading that we possibly can right now. You know, we'll do some more tomorrow, watch some more videos, we'll do some more research. A lot of people don't have time in their day to spend all fucking day reading about mm. training. Not everyone can spend fucking eight hours a day reading about how to yeah. squat. And I think that's the point of for most people having a coach. So yeah. You don't have to do that. They can just say, yeah. you do this and you've got that faith in them that they know why. Yeah, that's that. exactly right. And I do have the benefit of, I mean, my job is literally to spend as much time as possible learning about these lifts so that when someone says, oh, why do I need to do it this way? I can say, well, for this reason, mm. number one, good technique to keep you safe and strong and two, make you stronger, make you better at whatever it is you've chosen to do. And I mean, if I don't know, I'll go find out. I mean, someone asked a question the other day. We just had no fucking idea what they yeah, were talking the thing about. Yeah, it's like, what is that? Yeah. To Google it. yeah. But we'll happily go find out, do a bit of research or try to point you in the right direction where you can do the research yourself and, you know, ask questions to somebody who has that information readily at hand. You know, so... Um, I mean, if you guys have questions now, Instagram, Facebook, shoot them through. Welcome to Amber Live at Five for anyone that you know wasn't here right at the start. Uh, we said some dumb shit that you can probably watch later on Facebook. Yeah, when when this <laughs> uploads to Facebook and then they play it from the very beginning. They yeah, yeah you see <laughs> Dan gargling on coffee and almost. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it might have been. I think it might have been live on the Instagram one. <laughs> okay. I don't think I was live on Facebook then. If you have joined us a little bit later, send through any questions you might have. There's a question up there. What did you train today? If anyone got the chance to train. I know isolation's a bit rough on the whole training routine. Mm. Um, we're lucky we work out of, you know, a location where we can use the facilities. Secret location. Yeah, <laughs> and we are able to 
um, wipe everything down between literally every single time using it. So it's very ISO safe. You know, we're fully prepared for when COVID yeah, allows being, us to open up. It's a, been the only ones that use the gym. Yeah, up to the public. So I'm very excited for when the government lets us I open up the gym again. There's something there very soon they make they're going to release some information about potentially letting gyms do some business 91 tay well they've the call me he wants us to call yeah, me. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> Shuck Shuck bro, yeah. um well when i saw that latest information for anyone that's not aware and for anyone that's not in australia gyms are closed right um pubs and restaurants have only just opened up i think maybe a day or two ago they were allowed to open up or maybe it's the 15th of may there they're popping up. Yeah, because I just read an article from Nine News that I think Chelsea shared. Um, and they're yeah. saying maybe this Friday or something like that. Well, they were looking at um, announcing whether they might be able to do, say, 10 people in each section of the gym yeah. and maybe some one on one training oh, with yeah. in, inside. I know what they've released so far is that they have asked organizations like gyms and stuff that they want to open up soon to start prepping to make it COVID safe. Yeah. Right? So, you know, it's going to be a amount of people per square meter so in, in our area where we don't have a huge amount of space and i mean we don't get that many people in here anyway but it might be you can only get six people in training at any yeah. one time because think, of the floor um, space if but, it's the same as like the post office and that, i'm pretty sure it was one person per four square meters or something something oh, yeah. like that yeah and i mean so, i'm sure there's going to be regulations on cleaning and stuff like Chelsea that which said yes um realistically we're already because i mean sometimes we have to use stuff for the mental health sessions, we are already in a habit of it gets wiped down. As mm. soon as anything gets used, if it gets even fucking looked at funny, it gets mm. wiped down. Yeah, my so, hands smell like dead all. And yeah, I mean, we've even created like the world's most potent cleaning solution <laughs> yeah. because, I mean, we don't want to fucking get sick. Mm. And I mean, if anything, we're evidence that what we're doing here is, you know, mm. enough to prevent the spread of something like that because we clean it so much and we haven't gotten sick and, you know, we work in... I would call relatively close proximity. I mm. would say we're still pretty smart about how we how we do everything. But, I mean, we only really see each other every day. We basically live together. So it's... Mm. Um, but when it comes to opening everything back up to the people that want to come in and Jesse train Bumble, and stuff like that, we can, we can still use the exact same processes, you know, session yeah. finishes, fucking give it a quick wipe down with that horrible dead old stuff and yeah. just go about your fucking life. I did see in that article that um, Chelsea shared, there was some... Statistics, sorry. Statistics. Yeah. Um, Get him. Yeah. <laughs> said a word wrong. Yeah, yeah. bullying. Some statistics on um, the job loss in the fitness industry, and it's wild. Right. Yeah, I think it's like over 80% uh, out of work yeah. or haven't had a client in the last six weeks. That's um, crazy. I think like, it's like 50% have just lost all wage, like Nuts. the whole wage. I guess it's lucky that the government was willing to step up and say, "Look, if you've affected, if you've been affected by this, mm. here's fucking what is it, twelve hundred yeah. bucks a fortnight yeah. or something." Australia, if anyone doesn't know, Australia's very lucky. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We have done very well. But it's been like a world record breaking amount of money that the Australian government has dedicated to. Well, like I think we're lucky, stability, basically. Like you know, unlike other countries where we can value the human life over you know a buck. So they said, just don't, there, lick, just don't lick the same bar. Yeah, yeah that's we right. all lick different. Yeah. Bars. Why, the, why not? Yeah, our, our licking bars are separate bars to our pressing, pressing, curling, I and think, squatting bars. Yeah, yeah so. strip clubs are closed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually saw on Facebook the other day a drive-through. Oh yeah, I did see that. Too. It was like an outdoor yeah. thing. And wow. I'm like, like I wouldn't. 
go out of my way to go to a strip club, right? But if I was just in my car <laughs> and it was just over there, it's like it's like Macca's. Like, yeah, it's like a home, buddy. You're like, yeah. I could just get Macca's for dinner. Yeah. I mean, so I could just stop by for a quick five dollars. What's a what's a vanilla coke, right? <laughs> on top of the steak and veggies that I'm gonna have, you know, what's this one half naked girl that clearly needs the money? I yeah. mean, it's a fucking economic in the, in, the, in the exposed to the elements yeah. yeah i mean she's putting her bloody life on the line yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an essential service and good for her and you know we support sex workers here so hopefully no kids are listening to their parents listen to yeah. <laughs> if they are they're gonna learn today they're gonna learn <laughs> Um, yeah, so welcome to Amber Live at Five. We've been talking mostly shit, a little bit about about squats. Um, what else are we going to cover today? What we did today? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I uh, tried to hydro dip a belt buckle last night. How did that go? And, well, tell the world. About I think the process <laughs> went really well. I done it all perfectly, except I done it on a black surface. So not perfectly. Well, though. I dipping is pretty hard. And <laughs> I think I done really well, but yeah. It was on a black surface, so it pretty much disappeared into the black. If anyone has Nathan on Instagram, you posted a great story where he's holding the black thing that he's dipped, mm. and it's black still, <laughs> funnily enough. But his white glove. But his white glove is snakes. Yeah. yeah. Incredibly. Like, um, beautiful detail. Absolutely incredible. Probably sell the glove on Instagram or eBay or something. For <laughs> Brent just said all three of Nathan's nieces just learned some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, excellent. That's what we're here to educate and does, entertain. Does not go to strip clubs. <laughs> not even if it was on your way home. And no, it was it's drive just, a, it's just like a one-minute detour. Yeah. Quick drive through. You don't even have to apply the brakes, really, that <laughs> no. much. You just, you just <laughs> slow, just take your foot off the accelerator. Yeah. I mean, you ideally, just roll through, yeah. if I was going to make a drive-through strip club, the turns would be gracious enough yeah. that you, you probably wouldn't have to stop. No, yeah. you just... Roll, roll if through, you didn't want to wave at candy and go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yes i've now painted that uh lever white right so i will attempt to hydrate it again tonight if it turns out well it's a service we want to offer yeah yeah excellent. did you, you sand it back and then put like white what is it that yeah base, I, base layer paint or yeah like, oh, a, like the same basically a primer primer yeah, yeah. Right. but yes yeah, so i later googled that most hydro dipping graphics are made for a white surface <laughs> so, right well yeah, that, I mean, that yeah, yeah it's a learning process yeah do it's it right practice. and then google later yeah like they say in the carpentry industry britta said i've learned never measure volume is cut down. a thousand times <laughs> yeah what did britta say uh, i've learned my lesson the volume is down yeah well you only learned that lesson once yeah so if you've got kids i mean it isn't a children's show does Brett have his um, gaming be. room soundproofed? <laughs> no, he just games off the living room table. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what else? We, I mean, we trained today. We did a um, uh, bench session. Mm. Heaviest weight we've had plus the bands on the yeah, bar. It wasn't that heavy. Don't, bench press. don't get that excited about no. it. It was only 80 kilos plus bands, but it's our lighter speed day. So, um you know, we did a little bit of speed work with 80 kilos plus the bands. That went, you know, quite well, I would say. I think it's a good indicator that the strength is increasing. Our technique is getting way better uh, it, because we, like, I can remember back when we put, like, 70 kilos on for the first time and it just folded yeah. me. Like, I just had nothing left. 
So the process works. It's always <laughs> nice to know that when you program it to yourself. Brett said I've got a very small Actually home. check out. Um, Chell said maybe it should be live at 10 instead of 5. But what, that's because I'm Oh, no. I mean, you know, we, we have to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we knock off after this. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't rhyme there. Live at 10. Yeah, yeah true. That's, That's obviously what we, we, we would have to call it men at 10. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that um, test that Rick and Morty just released? The Bechdel <laughs> test. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely not enough women <laughs> on the show. <laughs> we provide a very unique and male oriented perspective. But um, um, would appreciate women's contribution certainly. in the chat. Yeah, we probably wouldn't talk about strip clubs. Doesn't sound as catchy, just no. Yeah. Um, right. What else? I wrote another article yesterday. That's going to be coming out on uh, Monday. True. That's a good one, actually. Uh, yeah. Training series number five. So I mentioned yesterday or the day before on Live at Five that uh, I am writing twelve uh, articles this year. So one a month, and it's a training series. So the whole thing is training-related concepts. So I've done, you know, an article on the push movement, the pull movement. Uh, training for general health and well-being, training for strength, and now this one, which comes out next Monday, will be training for size is what it's called. But it's basically how to implement bodybuilding style training into your workouts. Um, Hello, balance to you. Hey, welcome. Trans <laughs> uh, slash Chris, yeah. whichever one you are. Basically, uh, how you would implement bodybuilding style training into your workout routine. Uh, if you were trying, not you don't need to be a bodybuilder to train like a bodybuilder, but... Bodybuilding training is hands down the best way if you want to change anything about the way you look and you want to use training to do it, uh, bodybuilding is the way to go just because those guys are the experts. Uh, these are men and women that will dedicate their entire lives to changing you know, even tiny little things about their body, shape, proportion, whatever, uh, so that they can get up on stage and compete against you know other professionals. So if you want to even just do something like make your waist look narrower by getting broader shoulders or, I mean, get a bigger butt or bigger legs, bigger um, calves or whatever, you know, Talk you should... Talk to me about calves, <laughs> I'll put you on the right track. You should follow something bodybuilder orientated because they're the experts. Most so. general population tend to lean towards bodybuilding style training yeah. too because yeah. most people go to the gym, oh, I want to look better, I want to feel better. And yeah. bodybuilding is a good way to do that. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Oh, no, and it's challenging too. Bodybuilding style training can be pretty challenging. Certainly. Um, and, I mean, the article goes into a few different things about it. Uh, the one thing that I really try to hammer home is if you really want to make big changes to body composition or the way you look, 98% of the work is done outside the gym, right? Mm. So you do need to spend whatever an hour to no, 45 minutes to 90 minutes, let's say fucking five to seven times a week, um, doing some kind of exercise. And that exercise ideally should be some kind of resistance training, you know, with um, high rep sets. I mean, the article talked about it more, but all the other work that you have to do is in the kitchen. It's sleeping. You know, you need to make sure that you're managing your stress properly because stress can be a muscle growth inhibitor. Uh, so it talks about how you can do everything possible in the gym and still fuck it up because you need to be disciplined the rest of your life. So uh, it's very important that, you know, if you are trying to make changes to the way you look, maybe you're trying to lose weight, maybe, like I said before, you're trying to get bigger arms or bigger shoulders or a narrow waist or something, you need to understand that uh, you, you've got to be focused on diet. You need to be getting the right amount of protein. You need to make sure that you're in, you know, either a slight caloric surplus or a very minor caloric deficit. 
Um, and you need to make sure that you're getting enough sleep so that your body can actually recover and that you're managing your stress. Maybe you need to talk to a mental health professional uh, just about coping mechanisms. Maybe you need to make sure you've got a proper work-life balance, you know, because that can be really hard. So that kind of thing, all of this stuff is what's going to affect whether or not you get the, you know, your dream body. Um, it's not just about doing fucking three sets of 12 bent over row in the fucking gym, yeah. sadly, otherwise. I'd look the way I want all the fucking yeah. time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that article will be out next Monday. And then the beauty of all the articles is we are recording them as podcasts. Mm, Britta said 100% agree. It's definitely done outside of the gym. Diet is key. Mm. Yeah. In yeah. fact, there's a lot of studies coming out now that even say that you don't actually have to fucking train that hard to adjust body composition. So you can train at like 60% intensity every session. You can walk in and sort of just have a quite a relaxed session. You know, it doesn't have to be all that challenging. You know, you tick the boxes, you do the right amount of volume, you hit sets of 12, each set is almost a failure. You know, you know that you're doing the right weights and everything. You really focus on that mind-muscle connection. Just said 80% diet, 20% exercise. And then you go, yeah, you go, well, I would argue 80% diet, sleep, and stress yeah. management, right? Lifestyle. Because you still have to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you still have to get the sleep, right? You can eat the best in the world. If you're only sleeping one, two, four hours a night, that nutrition's not going anywhere, you know? That's just turning into energy or... Just too many fat. people have it backwards, which is... Yeah. You know, people try and smash well, it. I guess, too. you know, everyone enjoys... Well, generally, you enjoy training. Yeah. Not everyone, like, I fucking hate not eating what I want. It yeah. sucks, <laughs> you know, but it's yeah. important. And, um, I mean, there's there's ways around that. You can yeah, just yeah. manage your macros and still work within, you know, if you like cooking or, you know, maybe you like creating things or whatever, cooking could be something that you could get into. Or these days they've got those um, gym food things where... Oh, yeah, yeah. if you can afford it, you can do the pre-ordered meals. And they're pretty good meals. Yeah. I have done that before. Like, you know, they'd make a week worth of meals for you at this, like, kind of gym restaurant place. Yeah. That, was, that was back in Townsville, though. Um, but, yeah, they were good meals. And there's heaps of different... So there's even services now where you get it, they give you all the ingredients and you make it yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, HelloFresh? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. I've seen this before. Which I'm, in, I I'm not that, super um, familiar with this stuff, I did that but... for like two weeks and I it was pretty I good because that. one, I was learning how to <laughs> cook meals. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's why the women yeah, love they, you, Nathan. Mm. Yeah. That's why I need the women's. <laughs> um, Sexist. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, well, and like had ingredients and stuff and i was trying heaps of new things yeah you know, you foods the, is popular yeah. for the pre-made ones so my biggest issue with things like gym foods and new mm. foods is i like eating the same fucking thing day in day out <laughs> yeah so i'd be like i would get the thing and it would have like i don't know eight chicken mustard meals or mm. whatever and then like a bunch of other ones and i'd eat all the chicken ones because i fucking love those and then i'd be left with these like the shit ones yeah i'm looking at like I'm just going to I'm pretty sure box. you can choose which ones you get. You can, but I didn't want to be that guy that just gets 24 of the same well, are thing. They gonna leave you, are they going to leave you a note <laughs> like, you suck or something? Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> this is, I was self-conscious about yeah. that, all right? Don't when I, me. When I, tell people, <laughs> when I tell people like, yeah, I eat steak and rice every night for dinner, they they act like it's the worst thing in the world like i'm unhappy <laughs> but i'm like i love like i well, enjoy that's, it that's the thing like, with... no, you gotta try other stuff i'm like do no. I? yeah that's the thing with that's not just food though that's like you might mention that you like do i don't know oh i like to go for runs every day you, can, you get someone just go you can choose your own meals marshall 
Uh, yeah, you could say, oh, no, I just like to run. And someone would go, oh, no, you can't just run. You can't, just run. Yeah. You can't possibly just run. I like I don't know how you like thing. it. Man. Yeah. That's me saying that too. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, like, I, and yeah, I get that. I used does, to have yeah. like tuna and rice for oh, lunch. Way too yeah. much mercury. Oh. Yeah. Dangerous amounts. <laughs> Dangerous amounts. Yeah. yeah, I would have like, what, four cans of tuna <laughs> and like two packets of rice per meal. And this is like at least twice a day. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's cheap. It's fucking really easy and it tastes good. Like, so why uni students, they, um, did, I think they did a study on, because even when I was doing uni, I would have that. This, yeah. And it's so easy. You just so chuck easy. it in a thing and the rice in the microwave. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea um, brought up a good point. The problem with you foods is it doesn't cater for people who are heavily active. I had a client who yes. wasn't getting enough out of his meals because of that, especially yeah. on days. Yeah. I was the same. I, I would have they, to eat two at a time. They're very small portions. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. I think they have a gym option, but their version of the gym option, you know, yeah. kind of doesn't scale yeah, with like people that eat a lot. Option. Yeah. yeah. Their like, gym option is like gym for children. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you kid, just get in the gym. Yeah, <laughs> <It'd be> perfect. <laughs> Try these seven hundred and fifty gram meals, mm. bro. I need at least one point five kilos yeah. of meat. <laughs> so, yeah, because I'm steak and rice. Like, if I'm eating correctly twice a day, yeah. um, and if you know, I just ease back on the <laughs> the oil. <laughs> I on it when I was trying to put on weight. Yeah, for anyone curious about our diet, it's not complicated. We no. eat a steak at lunch and a steak at dinner. <laughs> and with that steak, I have a fucking huge bowl of rice that I drown in olive oil because gains. And then at dinner, I have vegetables. Mm. And I mean, you can vary that a little bit, but <laughs> it fucking ticks all my boxes. Yeah, steak, steak and rice. Someone and, and we're happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone, <laughs> I think someone recently asked uh, Tyrell. He's like, "Oh, what about liquid cal- calories?" And Tyrell just goes, "Yeah, olive oil." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me, I need to get more. <laughs> oh, hopefully, it's on sale. So I, it was like half price, like seven bucks. I go through like a liter one. a week, man. Like, well, because I, I, I only use it on my steaks now for the and then salt and. Pepper right. and because I don't you know, put oil on my rice. I put it on the rice. I call I it. I call to. it green rice because yeah, it, it the green. whole thing goes yeah. green. Oh, does it? I yeah. Used to, I used <laughs> to put it on my rice when I was still trying to gain weight, and I'm like, I'm getting too heavy, so <laughs> I don't put it on my rice anymore. Yeah, but I mean, we are not advising anyone to eat rice covered in olive oil. No, right? that was it. We, like trying to put on mass. Yeah, thing. we're trying that to wasn't... put on size to compete in a powerlifting competition. We need to hit a certain number, right? Um, if you are trying to just have a fucking, you know, healthy, <laughs> healthy life with a regular diet balance, man, like I, I would always recommend a fair bit of red meat. Um, if you don't eat meat, I mean, you really need to work on Chelsea's done two different spewing faces. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't eat meat, I mean, God help you. Yeah. But try look up all the shit that's in meat, right? Look up like obviously it's got protein, but it also has things like iron, bees, whatever. Vitamin bees, not, not <laughs> vitamin, the, like vitamin B six. Oh whatever. yeah, no, yeah. It's not it's not like, bees. <laughs> look up all the stuff that's in red meat, and then get supplements for all of it because. Most vegetarians or vegans that I know have an iron deficiency, and it's because you don't eat. Like red I meat. said, got a bail. Right? Be tuning in every day. Love and miss you all. Love Cheers, Tori. Love and miss um, you too. Ninety-one taste said too much red meat plays on my gut, and everyone finds out the hard way. Yeah, so there are some way. people that yeah, experience the that. Hard way. The hard right? way. Yeah, so podcast name. Check it <laughs> so out. So you do need to. Obviously, you need to balance it with 
like if I eat heaps of red meat, I fucking shit all the time. Whatever. Yeah, because I've met a lot of people, um, and it tends to be females. That's just anecdotal. I don't know why, but they've been like they go off meat. They like oh, yeah. I just don't want to eat it at the moment, yeah. and that's fair. And but like Marshall was saying, you can find supplements for yeah. that, other and you need you to because if you yeah. ignore that su- that yeah. stuff that you would get out of red meat, you're like iron deficiency immediately. Iron most common. Yeah, that I've seen leads to yeah. anemia, which is you're getting super tired all the fucking time. Mm. You find it hard to you know get bone density, um, fucking muscle regeneration is slowed. All this stuff that comes from just not eating one piece of food, like, and you can get it in other places. I'm not saying you can't, but you need to make sure you do, right? Mm. Because all that stuff that's in one steak is fucking essential. So if you're not going to eat the steak, hit everything else that's in the steak. Uh, Chelsea said, I was vegan with good iron levels. You have to be very, very tuned into what you're eating yes. to make sure you get enough iron and protein. Well, yeah, Chelsea, you know, Chelsea's- and Charlotte joined. Oh, hey, yeah. Charlotte. Welcome, Charlotte. Ooh, I know she's got, a, she's got a question for us. Yeah, so we'll she wait warned us. Yeah. She fucking you can't be vegan unless you know what, oh, I don't think she, I what think you're a, getting into. I think <laughs> a lot of people get into it without realizing how much they're missing out on mm. from meat. And, I mean, even people that eat a lot of white meat are missing out on a lot of the things that are in red meat, right? So they need to supplement that in other places in their diet. They need to make sure they hit those things. Um, mm. So I would say, look, Eat your fucking meat. Eat, you know, some red meat, some white meat. Try to get some fish in because fish is amazing for you, but not too much. And then fuck, throw a handful of vegetables on your plate, either two meals a day or two handfuls at night, and try to get some fruit in and have some carbs or fats. We talked about this for two days in a row, but the key word here is balance, right? If you're going to eat a fucking pizza one night, try not to eat it the next night. Try to have Just something said exactly. Mm. Yeah. If you didn't want to murder all the animals in the world, where else would you get those? There's what other a lot foods of, would there's you a lot get of it, but like, um, I know there's like a, it's like a fake meat corn. It's like, oh, it's, not good enough. It's, it's not, yeah. And I'm vitamin not saying, B12. I'm not saying it's good yeah. enough. I'm saying there are a lot of modern, bees. <laughs> there are a lot yeah, of modern supplements lot that of you bees. can, that you can go into that you can still enjoy eating. Yeah. You just need to make sure you're getting enough. Yeah, and like, here's the thing. If you're vegan and you go, oh, instead of meat, I'll just eat that corn shit or that fake meat or whatever, it doesn't have all the other stuff like mm. vitamin B12, like all the iron, right? So you have to then supplement that too. It's not just a case of substituting one for the other. Mm. You have to, like I said, look up all the shit that's in red meat. Broccoli. And then, yeah, broccoli is a fucking banger. I have Charlotte's question. Oh, you do? Okay, so that's enough about nutrition. I've <laughs> talked about it for three days yeah. now. Okay. I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> Um, Charlotte asked, what sort of things do you guys do individually or as a group to keep yourself focused slash disciplined for business and training, especially on days you feel like your head's not in the game? Oh, somewhat of an expert on that area. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess individually? Just, go around the table individually? Yeah. Whatever, throw it in. You got All something, right, so obviously. I, <laughs> um, I guess, like, for me, I think it's structure. Like... There's, whether it's a bad day, a really bad day, a good day, um, if you have some kind of structure, then you have that expectation on yourself. And even when you don't want to do stuff, you will do it because that's just what you do every day. And so a lot of, at the moment, people don't have, they have to go to work and stuff. So like, I think I, I said this in an article at one point, um, try and recreate 
those mm. days that you would normally do yeah so yeah individually for me it's like when i don't feel like it it's like okay well i know i have to be say in this office at 8 a.m yeah so i need to do that and that's going to get me out of bed because i know for me if i don't set an alarm yeah. or have someone to be i'll stay in bed till 11 30. and like, i just want to <laughs> disclaimer this with like there's no one size fits all approach no to this absolutely not no, so what works for dan yeah, yeah what works for dan probably doesn't work for everyone however that doesn't mean you shouldn't fucking try it right mm. so if you're going oh no there's no way that worked for me but if you haven't done it Maybe give it a shot. Try. Maybe it does. And like um, having a schedule or just that scheduling is like a pretty standard one that a lot of people say. Like I think yeah. in every motivational book you hear like you need yeah. structure. You I know? tried uh, making my bed for a week and just wasn't a fan. Doesn't well, yeah, like, like and, uh, and everyone's that yeah. <laughs> seal dude is like making you better in the morning. You need to do it. And some people, it really resonates with some people. They're like, yeah, yeah that works for me. Where Nath is like, Nath is like, didn't really fucking do anything for me. <laughs> yeah. Now my bed is just slightly neater. I'm just going to mess it up again later <laughs> when I do God knows what. <laughs> Sleep. But, you know, for me, that I think I, like making my bed for me is literally just flicking out my dinner. Yeah. And it's, and so it's not really like a massive event yeah. in my day. And my cat sleeps in my dinner a lot, so I can't flick him up. <laughs> yeah. It'd be rude. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think, yeah, when on bad days, um, and I've got you guys too. I would say another thing is having a good support network. Like yeah. I don't just have me expecting things on myself. I have you guys expecting me here, whether I say that's 8 a.m. in the morning to do accountability. something. Yeah, accountability. I'm accountable to someone beyond myself. Mm. People, I guess, things that I find more important to myself for that is my support network or the things I've my the things I promised to do that day, whatever it might be. But yeah, well, what about before here though? Like before you come here? Before here, why well, had a massive phase where before well before he I was accountable still to go training with you guys. Yeah. So that was a big one for me. Like so and I think the main reason I even kept up training when I was at say a lower point where each day was like quite difficult to do anything. She said Google Calendar is a godsend. Put everything in there. Yeah. Our Google yeah. Calendar is chock full. It's a mess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Marshall, it's not a mess anymore. Um, yeah, so oh, it's still Zach. that Zach I still had that accountability to you guys, but in the mornings, that's yeah. where I use some structure. Um, I would say I'm gonna get up and go and get a coffee and read. Yeah, and that was like one I enjoyed that I enjoy doing that. So it's not like I was getting to do something I dreaded. Yeah, um, but it just gave me somewhere to be and something to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I remember when you were you know hitting that particularly low point mm. and you made a point of no matter what every day it was up and over to gloria jean yeah i mean you could have got out of bed and fucking made yourself a coffee at home and read on a chair but yeah. that's not the point right yeah, exactly. the point that you're making is that you said to yourself oh i'm gonna make it that i actually have to go outside for yeah. one that's i would walk one. across to the shops and that yeah. was like some a lot of days the only outside adventure i yeah. had yeah so i'd walk out Gilbert's son, whatever, walk across the road. Yeah. Brit said she agrees routine is a good start. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, like I said earlier, it's a pretty common one that a lot of people yeah. will find helps, even if it's a little bit. And in different ways, like we said, yeah. how Nate doesn't make his bed, but I just might flick my dinner out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, having that. And then I would kind of like um, force sometimes socializing isn't always the best thing and i wouldn't really say socialize but <laughs> even just walking up to another person and ordering a coffee some days that was yeah. my only human interaction yeah and, so, and was, i mean sorry in that situation um what you're doing there's a couple of things that you're doing that are pretty important that yeah. i mean on the surface you don't really see it but leaving the house for one that's a big deal right so you're walking outside fresh air sunlight sure yeah. that's some minor shit, but i mean you're walking just outside but imp more importantly, what's going on in your brain is 
you're saying to yourself, oh, I have to go outside. There's other people out there. Yeah. So I have to make myself look kind of presentable, mm. right? So, I mean, there's that give a fuck factor where you have to get out and you're not just making yourself a coffee and sit where you're still in your pajamas or yeah. you're still just whatever, your hair's all fucked out or you don't have a shower or something. You know, you're not forcing yourself, but you're putting yourself into a situation where you have to do a couple of key things that will help with mental health, will yeah. help with discipline, which are like, you know, having the shower, brushing the hair, even if it's just a little bit, you know, you're doing these little things for you, but, you know, it's all under the guise of, oh, I've got to go over there. I can't look like a total bag of shit, yeah. right? And then, like you said, there's another really good one in there. You're not making a coffee for yourself. You have to order it off someone. Mm. So you have to talk to another human being, right? And yeah. that, I mean, that that can be hard for anyone that doesn't understand or hasn't been in a situation where they've got extremely high levels of anxiety or, you know, they're feeling like they're just completely depressed, which, I mean, you can really hit rock bottom. And the last fucking thing you want to do is talk to another human being. Mm, yeah, it said Sometimes that interaction is really important because you're, you know, that person might not say much, but they might just say, oh, have a good day. And it makes yeah. you feel a little bit better because, I mean, because it's a stranger or someone that's not one of your mates or whatever, they wouldn't just say that shit, you know, it makes you feel a little bit better than, say, me saying it to you. Yeah. And plus, I might fucking forget. I mean, how many times do you go, oh, have a good day when you fucking see your friends? Yeah. You don't really think about it because you just sort of, um, I mean, you see them regularly or whatever. So you're getting a little bit of potentially positive reinforcement, even if they fucking have to say it because it's their job or whatever. Yeah. But it's feedback that you're not going to get if you make that fucking coffee for yourself. So for the, I mean, for the low, low price of $7.50, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're actually getting a few big ticks in the box that you wouldn't get anywhere else, right? Yeah. You're saying you can buy happiness? Yeah. <laughs> for $7.50, yeah. $7. And I think, yeah. And and for God's sakes, glory jeans, lower your fucking coffee yeah, prices. Ridiculous. I mean, it's, yeah. it's out of control. Yeah. Um, Chelsea said, I find if I have to... I have to work to remove myself from the house somewhere where there's limited distraction. Yeah. So, I mean, and it could be as simple as you're, um, you could say, oh, I've got to go for a walk today. And instead of waking up and going, oh, I've got to go for a walk today mm -hmm. and just putting it off until the afternoon or never fucking doing it, the night before go, I'm going to go for a walk as soon as I wake up. So as soon as you get up, you've got somewhere to be. You put your fucking walking clothes on rather than your pajamas. Maybe have a shower, maybe not, whatever. Go outside, do your fucking 20 minutes and then come back. And I guarantee you, once you get home, you'll feel slightly better than you did before you had that walk. Yeah. And it's just a better start to the day. Yeah. Morning, like say whether it's morning, do anything and specifically any kind of training, even if it's just a walk, um, yeah. is statistically... Um, increases the chance that you will do it in the yeah. first place yeah, and that, you know, you'll feel... And, yeah, I always feel better after doing yeah. something in the morning like that. Um, but, yeah, to go back to, like, what I was doing. So that was a particularly low point and as and because I was well, doing work from home, doing this stuff from home, mm. I could kind of take that time in the morning to sit there and read and have the coffee. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of carried over not specifically that activity but the kind of um, main points from it. So, like, I have to be, I'm going to go do this in the morning by a certain time. Yeah. So, I'll get up at a certain time and then I'm expected to do this today. And, you know, it's it's gone from just going and sitting at a coffee shop every time, same time every morning to coming here every morning yeah. at a specific time. Um, and there's, you know, I guess a progression there. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I mean, like Nathan said, that's accountability. It's 
I mean, when the, my answer to that question is just fucking show up, right? Because if you take the first step, mm. if you're there, I mean, everything else will follow, right? So the, for me, that discipline and that accountability starts with, well, I if I'm there already, I might as well fucking do it, right? Yeah. So, and it might be as simple as like yesterday, I fucking forgot I had an article to write and I had to do it for next Monday, right? And I know it's Tuesday. I've got fucking like six days to do it. But I went, oh, no, I need to have it done because it needs to get edited. It needs to get scheduled. We need to find pictures. There's a shitload of stuff that goes into this process that's not just about me. And I went, all right, well, today I'm going to sit down and start, right? Because it didn't matter if I only got one word out or if I got all 3,000. Mm. And I sat down and, uh, I mean, this was over lunch when I would normally just watch a fucking YouTube video or something. I was like, oh, I'll just do the first little bit because it's a training series article. So for me, that just means copying and pasting the last yeah. title into the next Google document. And all that's literally as simple as I copied and pasted that, changed one word, training for this time size, Anvil Training Series 5, and I was like, oh, well, I've done this little bit. <laughs> I might as well chip away at the main points yeah, of the article. Yeah, it's kind of like that saying, you know, the first step is the hardest, yeah. which I, I found a lot too. And if you keep putting off that first, if you go, oh, no, I just start the article tonight, and then tonight rolls around, you go, oh, no, I'm so fucking tired. Mm. I'll just do it tomorrow. Whereas all I had to, all I said to myself was, oh, I'll just copy and paste the title over. And then I looked at the clock and I was like, fuck, that only took like 30 seconds. <laughs> I might as well write the main points for the article. And then I did that, I'm like, I could knock the intro out. You know, it's only going to take 10 minutes. Intro was done. And then I was like, oh, I've got time before I got, got it. And so it rolls on, right? Mm. And it's not just about the article. It could be your uni homework. It could be that fucking shitty task that you know you have to do for work. You know, and it ties into what Dan was saying. If you're working from home and you can sort of pick your hours, start a little bit earlier. Sit down at the computer and go, oh, just knock those emails out over the next hour and do your emails and then it might roll onto, oh, I'll just knock those first couple of tasks out. Before you know it, it's lunchtime mm. and you can take that hour break and then after lunch you can go, oh, I'll just do whatever I need to do and then you can finish early because you fucking started an hour early. But make the, you know, give yourself somewhere to be and then show up. You have to show up for you because a lot of the time nobody else is going to. And when you're working from home or when you've got shit to do and nobody else is there to hold yourself accountable, do yourself a huge favor and, and give yourself that deadline. Um, when I was in school and when I was at university, um, my uni was from home. So there wasn't really a whole lot of people going, hey, you need to have this done by then. It's, it's uni in general. Too. Yeah. It's just like no one's going to chase you up. And that's shit. adult yeah. life really yeah. is like with this job, I mean, I didn't have to do my article by mm. today or tomorrow or Monday. I mean, we set those rules ourselves. We go, oh, we'll yeah. release one every month and or two every month. And if it hadn't been done by Monday, what the fuck's gonna, you're not going to like... You're out. Yeah, you're gonna tell me off. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. But the point is that we set those rules because then we have goals that we want to achieve, and without these little goals, oh, of one, yeah, yeah, we just won't. We know we know we can't see success. So it's the same with university. I would say, you know, I'd sit down and find out all my due dates, right? And then I go, okay, well, that's the official due date of this assignment, but I'm gonna have it done. My rule is I have it done before the the weekend before the due date mm. right so whether it's due on the monday or the friday i have it done before the previous friday and then it just sits there and 
I submit it when it's and like so I set myself my own deadline and then I get it done and I'll be sitting there on the Friday going fuck I should have started this later <laughs> or earlier oh my god I have so much fucking work to do oh it's fucking nine o'clock Friday night and I'm sitting there typing away and then Saturday rolls around and I've got time to edit or I've got time to find enough sources or I've got time to maybe change a couple of things because it's not fucking due till Monday. So I guess like individually for you, it's kind of setting expectations that yeah. you're accountable to meet. Yeah. You and know? like I set them so that nobody else has to. For yeah. Me. yeah. And I think that's so important is being able to be honest with yourself and relatively strict with yourself and say, I'm going to do this by whenever or i'm just going to start this by whenever mm. you know and and really you have to take that first step i mean we've got so many clients now that are saying oh man i'm just so glad i showed up mm. you know or oh you know it's so hard to get here but i'm here now mm. right you have to show up because nothing else is going to happen if you don't and even if it is you i mean we're pretty decent people people show up and they're <laughs> okay. feeling like absolute shit gonna fucking ruin your life <laughs> no. like you're not gonna do a session that's gonna have you leaving here feeling worse than when you came in because i know how hard was it for you to just get here in the first mm. place the rest of the world is kind of like that people that aren't are fuckwits but yeah. most people if you have the fucking confidence or the discipline to just show up for whatever it is you have to do they'll take it easy on you because you're there to begin with mm. right if you don't show up that's when stuff starts to go a bit downhill yeah what uh, about um what about focus you? i'll say because we're out of time do you want to answer the question first before we well go, i we think digress? i'm pretty much similar mm. show up well how important things. for you was it to have the office you know compared to working from yeah home? definitely like i worked from home on another business before this and i just had no accountability because yeah. i was by myself yeah boss, basically i yeah. was so it's important for you to have someone else to hold you accountable and literally like if i felt the slightest bit of tired i mm. would be like oh my bed is just you love it out couch is just over there i'll yeah. just yeah. Of, and then just sleep the whole and i mean day. that could be something that other people take away you know you might be going to uni and no one else is really holding you accountable mm. it's mm. up to you you know but you could have a mate that you're going to uni with that you could say oh i want you to mm. remind me or ask me mm. oh have you done this or like maybe between the two of you set yourself some deadlines to share your work because mm. sharing is not fucking cheating right collaboration happens in the fucking real world yeah. and that's how you succeed so you might say to your mate who like you know you have a problem keeping yourself accountable you might say to your mate oh on this date which is two weeks before the due date for the assignment we're going to share what we've done and it should be 30 yeah. percent whatever mm. make so it that's up. just it's like a study you. session you know we'll have yeah. a study session here see how we're both going you know for work it might be let's me talk about the project yeah. or something and then you've got a friend who's a nice person mm. ideally i, I assume <laughs> yeah. yeah who you know who can turn around and say oh no you really need to do this or have you thought about doing it this way or this is where i found well, i struggled on this yeah, yeah. how did you go yeah. yeah so if you're like nathan and i mean there's millions of people out there who might have the same thing where they just need somebody else to hold them accountable. Don't be afraid to ask for help. That's another big one, you know, as far as focus and discipline goes. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there and go, I'm struggling a bit with this one. Can you go, like, I mean, you did it fucking two days ago. Can mm. you guys yell at me for not rocking up at eight o'clock? <laughs> I'm going to yell at you, but we'll say, oh, we need you here by this time so that you go, you go home, you go, oh, I should go to bed early because I've got to be at the office by. Mm. fucking whatever um yeah i'm very easily distracted by other projects <laughs> as well as you know but 
now that what I'm doing here affects not just you two as well, but other people. Yeah. Like with my other businesses, I'm quite automated and this this one's a lot more personal with people. Yeah. So the things I get done here actually affect other yeah. people. Um, and I mean, you can you can do what Nathan's saying with yourself. You can do, I mean, what might be called a grounding technique where you sit down and you go, oh, I really don't want to do this fucking assignment. And then you get a notepad and you write down all the things, all the people and things that that assignment's going to affect, right? If I do this assignment, then I stand a better chance at passing this subject. So I stand a better chance at becoming a doctor, potentially relevant to Charlotte. And then when I'm a doctor, I can actually help people. So this mm. assignment isn't just an assignment. It's a stepping stone towards me fulfilling a goal of mine. Now, it might just be a goal that you have personally. Like I might give someone a session to do at home, right? On top of all the gym sessions we do, I could say, oh, I need you to do this fucking, I don't know, push-up session at home. And they might not want to do it. I mean, mm. they might be home and they fucking don't care about training or whatever. And instead they could think, oh, you know, it's only X amount of push-ups, and my goal of whatever bench press number is going to be easier to achieve if I do these push-ups. So, I mean, they're writing this stuff down. They can clearly see that it's not just a push-up session. It's a stepping stone yeah. towards achieving the thing that they really want to achieve. So it's a good technique if you can sit down and write, even on your phone or whatever, how that small task can, in the grand scheme of things, contribute to what you want to achieve. Like Nathan gets to see every day, all these people will jump on Instagram and hopefully say nice things or give feedback or post the belt that they're really happy with. And Nathan gets to go, oh, fuck, all that hard work that I put in. It's not just hard work. Yeah. It's There's an end result and these people yeah. are actually quite happy. So it's another, it's like almost reverse accountability. Yeah, that there. is the good thing about the social media stuff is, and getting tagged and things like that. Every time someone tags or something, it's sick. It's yeah. Like you get warm, to see warm, fuzzy feeling. Warm, yeah. fuzzy feeling. Yeah. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Even um, the people that don't listen. I guess quickly back to the question as well. How do we focus on, because we kind of covered a lot of like discipline. Oh yeah. I think how do we so, actually like. I think focus uh, comes down to. It's not about how much time you spend on something. It's about how much time you give yourself as a break, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to focus on something if you decide to do it for six fucking hours straight, yeah. right? But if you say, oh, I need to study for this thing, I'm going to study for 45 minutes and then take a 30-minute break or whatever it might be. But you need to give yourself a chance to recover, mm. right? You can't just smash yourself into the ground and expect your body, your mind to retain that information you know, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of studies that we could talk about that have to do with uh, the learning curve and how if you continue to try and push yourself, it decreases over time until you just can't retain any more information yeah. until you take a break and then it comes back up again. I think um, you need to know how you work as well. Say for something yeah. like staying focused so on articles, I mean, mm. you can sit down and you'll bang out a 3,000-word article. Yeah, I black out. In one, right. Yeah, <laughs> and you can function like that where I think I've only ever written one of the articles in mm. one sitting. All my others I do over a series of two to three days generally. Yeah. Um, and I know that is how I do it. So I try and plan ahead and start yeah. earlier because I won't, usually won't do it on the same day. Um, and knowing that I can sit down and when I'm there, I focus. And then for me, it's like I'll chuck some music on yeah. and go at it and whatever else I need to do for it. And then I'm like, okay, now I can 
I feel I'm like, okay, I feel like I've done a certain amount. Yeah. Set a smaller goal than the whole article. Yeah. Like I'll get this whole subsection done. Yeah. And then I'll come back to it tomorrow or maybe later today if I'm feeling particularly inspired. Yeah. Um, and then go back into it. So also knowing how you function. And yeah. that's something a lot of people that have to st like tertiary study have to yeah. learn or they don't and they just suffer for it. Yeah. So I think it's important, maybe like map out your day. Um, and I mean, once again, write it down, use Google Calendar, whatever, and say, oh, I'm going to spend this amount of time studying, this amount of time break, like resting. Do it for a week or two weeks and stick to it because consistency is really important. If you look back, and I mean, you can even add notes. Google Calendar is great because you can go back in and edit and add a little note and say, oh, this study session didn't feel focused. This mm -hmm. rest break took too, took too long. I got distracted, whatever. Dear diary. Look back, dear yeah, diary. dear diary, I'm <laughs> shit. And then, <laughs> don't write that. Uh, and then test and adjust, you know, like next two week period go, okay, well, I've noticed that I tend to lose focus at the 45 minute mark. Mm. I'm going to stop working then have my break a bit earlier, go back to work again. And maybe that works better. Or maybe you find you get like me. I, so what will happen? And I literally black out. Basically I'll sit down to start writing something. Won't put any music on. There would like there'll just be lights off. Like I'm just mm. at my computer typing and I come to like three hours later, it's cold. I'm like shaking, <laughs> fucking haven't had a shower or something from the gym and the article's finished, but that's just how I work. Whereas yesterday when I had to, when I sat down and wrote it, I did an hour and then I had to do a phone call. I did another yeah. 45 minutes. I had to do something else. And I actually found that those little breaks affected my my thought process mm. and i just went no i don't really like this yeah i was watching you do that and you're like oh i forgot more i was up to yeah like, like and it frustrates me yeah. that's just how i work um and i get really frustrated if i finish something and then i have to go back and then do it again. redo it yeah. or something but that's a different story that's just me recognizing that when i need to get something done i need to spend a like uh, a significant portion of time on it whereas for dan he recognizes that he's going to accomplish x amount he gives himself that little goal gets that done and then he comes back to it later he takes that time to refresh and reset and then comes back to it later end result both of us release articles on time once yeah. a month yeah but we just have a different process we recognize and i don't tell dan oh man you should fucking sit down for three hours and write it all in one yeah. go because i know it doesn't work for him shout out jamie jigsaw so Don't i think dude. i think we're on the home stretch here we've only got about two and a half minutes left of yeah. live at five <clears throat> an hour of watching us talk about dumb shit hopefully uh the questions were answered properly i hope so Shall um Shall yeah Thumbs some up. absolute banger questions came through today yeah it's good uh we talked about a little bit of twitter twitter war that we got into today about <laughs> squatting <laughs> technique um, we're always happy to be challenged. We like to explain ourselves and we like to have conversations like this. Um, ideally, in the future, we can have people jump on um, and we will live chat with them. So thanks for tuning in. Yeah. That's a great good. show, guys. I'm going to implement some of those tactics at work. Yeah. Uh, and this stuff's stored on Facebook. So if we talk through anything too fast or you want to go back and listen to it again, jump on Facebook. It will be put on YouTube eventually, but Facebook, yeah, it's all stored the there. Weekend, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and you just skip to whichever bit you think is important. Um, if you enjoyed listening to us for some reason, we have <laughs> a little bit more confidence, uh, yeah, please. Podcasts, um, which are on Spotify under The Hard Way, yep. Amble TD podcast, and our YouTube channel is Amble Training Development, where yes. we have video versions of all our podcasts. Charlotte said, thanks, guys. Really great insight. Thanks, Charlotte. Thanks, thanks for tuning in.
We appreciate all the viewers. We love you. We will see you tomorrow. And we're live at 5, 5 p.m. Monday to Friday. And I'll begin shutdown process. Shut us down. (laughs) Adios. I've got nothing nothing left to say to these people. Yeah. Which I love. See. (laughs) No no more questions. No more questions.